Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Nicole Comis. Nicole Comis is a certified life coach. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? Wow. Um, it's such an open-ended question, right? Um, so currently, I am living just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. I moved here a year ago. Um, actually, I think today was my one-year anniversary from um, just outside of Chicago. I was in the western suburbs of Naperville and um, lived there for 28 years. So I, I came to Atlanta to ride out COVID with my family, and it has been an incredible experience. I love it. And what inspired you to become a certified life coach? Mm-hmm. So... 2003, I started working with my first coach. I had never heard of a life coach before. And a friend of mine started working with a coach. And within two weeks, I saw a huge shift in her. And I didn't know what she was doing or what it involved. I just knew I wanted some of that. And um, I started working with my coach and it changed my life. I used to be that girl that looked in the mirror and saw everything that was wrong with me. And I put myself down and I worked my booty off and trying to feel worthy, trying to feel like my accomplishments were, you know, um, made me, made, made me who I was, right? Like it was like, oh, I have to achieve this to feel good. I have to be this to feel good about myself. And I learned that I could love myself even without that. And so the work that I did with a coach completely changed my life. I was in the mortgage business, um, super successful. I was highly successful in my career. I was the top, one of the top producers in my company for years. And when the housing market crash happened, so did all of my happiness. I, I used to love this job. I was... I was fulfilled by it. I was helping people. I was educating first-time homebuyers, and it was my passion. And then when the housing market crash happened, it stopped being about that helping and more of, I felt like I had an inside sales job and less of the, the coaching and the guiding. And it was because rates had dropped and so many people were underwater that the industry just naturally changed. And um, I I felt like something was missing for me. And for five years, I struggled to get that love and passion back for the mortgage business. And I couldn't, it just wasn't there. And I started, started working with another coach and it was probably two or three sessions in that she looked at me and said, oh my gosh, Nicole, you want to be a coach. And I was like, you're right. I do. Like it was, it's, it's who I am. It's, it's who I've always been because it involves listening and asking questions and loving people. And so that's kind of how it all unfolded. I love it. Now let's talk more about your challenge with being an insecure person. Mm-hmm. Walk journey of overcoming that? And how did you shift your mindset? Yeah. So it takes a lot of work. Um, It's not an overnight fix. It's not a, you know, 
a positive affirmation and it's, it's gone. Right. So, um, you know, my journey, my, my journey is, has been over the years, you know, the work that I did with her started that process and it opened up some stuff. I remember, you know, this is 2003, so it was a really long time ago, but I remember looking in the mirror and just starting like, I love my eyes. I have beautiful eyes. Right. And like looking at different parts of myself and appreciating who I was and what I had. Right. And stop and practicing looking at all the great qualities I have. I have a great personality, right? Like I'm funny, you know? So like different stuff like that. So really looking at that stuff and focusing on, on all of the good that I have instead of focusing on all of the bad. And with my clients now, what I've, I've discovered is so, so, so important is to first shine a spotlight on all of our crap. So looking at our fears and our limiting beliefs and our survival mechanisms, because we create these survival mechanisms to protect ourselves, other people in the world, sometimes, you know, to hide them from ourselves, what we, what we fear or what we think about ourselves, the things that we don't want other people to know, right? So to first shine a spotlight on that stuff so that way you can say, oh my gosh, this is why I do these things. This is why I, you know, um, I date unobtainable men or I am a workaholic or I, you know, let people walk all over me, right? So it's first addressing and, and seeing and understanding those behaviors and thoughts and patterns. So that way, when you have that awareness, they don't have power anymore because now you have a choice. You can choose to let those fears, limiting beliefs and survival mechanisms control you, or you can choose to do something different. So that is one of the, like one of the very first things that I would say is important with self-love. I love it. Now tell us more about another major challenge that you had to overcome in your life. Oh gosh, which one do I pick? Um, which one sticks out the most in your mind? The most, gosh, you know, it's so funny because um, the biggest one for me was leaving the mortgage business. You know, I was I was in that business for five years. Um, let's see, let's do another one. Um, being a caretaker having a hard time saying no, creating boundaries. Those were, those were huge. And that wasn't just a challenge, you know, uh, in, uh, in life that was, you know, uh, a way of being that I had developed since a very, very young age that I got to work on to overcome. So that way I can create a fulfilling life for myself. And so with that, it was, you know, I got to see, you know, why I was saying yes all the time, right? Why I was a caretaker and a people pleaser. And it was because I felt like in order to be loved, in order to be accepted, that that's how I had to be, that I had to go over and above to help people that, you know, and a lot of times it wasn't help that was asked for. It was help that I just felt like 
I needed to give. Right. So, you know, um, I was always the yes person, you know, somebody would ask me for help or to volunteer or to be a part of a committee. And I always said yes. Until one time I heard somebody say, oh, ask Nicole. She doesn't know how to say no. And I was like, oh, oh, there's there's a big thing. Right. So I got to practice to say no and practice creating boundaries. And so now I teach people how to do that. Very powerful. Stand in your no. Yeah. Love it. Now, tell well, us. At first, it, at first it gets, it's standing in your no, but it's also about first looking at what's, what are your priorities? What are your values? And those things that are important to you, making those a priority, right? Making your priorities a priority, right? And learning how to say no to those things that aren't in alignment with your values and your priorities and your goals in life. It's super powerful and super important. I love it. Now tell us more about a time in your life where you experience an aha moment. An aha moment. Um, an aha moment. I would say, I mean, doing what I do, right? Like when I became a coach and when I, you first off, when, when my coach at the time, her name was Diane said to me, you want to be a coach. And I was like, Oh yeah, I, that's what I want. Right. And I will say ever since then, like I'm constantly having those aha moments, right? Like, you know, whether it's an aha moment in, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my life or having an aha moment like, oh, this is why I do that thing. Like I, I can't even I can't even think of one because I feel like it's such a regular thing in my life that I'm constantly learning and growing with myself, you know? And that's my journey. That's the journey is for me anyway, is to constantly lo- learn and grow. Learn and grow. Very inspiring. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Oh, so I love that because what I believe is I feel like so many people struggle to find what their life purpose is. And, you know, so many people attach a purpose to a career or, you know, to to different things in life. My belief is that we are put on earth to be happy. I believe that God wants us to be happy. We're meant to live happy, fulfilling lives. Think about it. I know for like everyone I know says, you know, they want world peace, right? My guess is your listeners want world peace. You want world peace, right? We all want world peace, right? The only way to create world peace is for you to be happy and healthy, right? So how can we create a world of happy and healthy people? When there's happy and healthy people, it, you can, it, it's hard to be angry, right? It's hard to fight if you're, you don't want to fight when you're happy, right? So my belief is that all of our, our purpose is to live happy and fulfilling lives, you know? And it doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, 
what you do for a living. Yes, you get to enjoy what you do for a living. So, so, so important, right? But that's such a small piece, you know? So what brings you joy? What brings you happiness? All of my clients look at their lives. When we first start working together, we talk a lot about fears and limiting beliefs and survival mechanisms. And then we talk about vision because when you are clear on a vision for your life, and it doesn't mean, you know, I have this house located at 123 Main Street in, you know, Naperville, Illinois, right? But it's, you know, you have a clear idea of where you want to go towards in your life and knowing that your vision can change and evolve as you do and being okay with that, it starts to create a magnet for you in your life. So for example, I got really clear on my vision for my life. I wanted to be a powerful coach, helping people live happy and healthy lives while achieving their big career goals. And I was a smoker and I smoked for 22 years. And when I got clear on my vision, I realized that's not in alignment with who I am and who I want to be in the world. And I quit like that. It's been five and a half years, something like that. I don't remember. If you ask me what day I quit smoking, I have no idea. It was sometime in October. You know, like I was just done. It was so easy for me to be done with it because it wasn't in alignment with who I was. I don't feel like I was ever a smoker. I feel like I erased that part of me. I've never craved a cigarette, had a drag of a cigarette ever. And that's the power of vision because your vision also includes your why. Like, why do you want to, why do you want to do this? How does it make you feel, you know, those elevated emotions? And it's like a magnet. It keeps you attached to that vision and moving in the direction of your vision. It's really powerful. I love it. Nicole, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Now, where can the audience find you? Well, you can check me out on my website at www.nicolecomas.com. And um, I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all the same thing, Nicole Comas. Um, and I'd love to connect with you. I appreciate you, Nicole. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Nicole at NicoleComas.com. And Nicole, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. You have a blessed day. Thank you. You too.